0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Stacy, welcome back from the rodeo. Uh,
3: thank you. It's it's slightly good to be back. Oh, was it? Ew. Okay. As much as I hate to admit it, it was actually pretty fun.
2: The rodeo? The rodeo Where, was
3: actually a lot of fun. Where'd you go? Sprint Center on Sunday. It was the championship day, so we got to see the winner. It was actually pretty
2: awesome. How does someone win the rodeo? They stay on the bull
3: the longest? I have... Zero clue Still? on how they, um... Even
2: after you've attended the event? Well,
3: I mean, yeah, you have to stay on for eight seconds, but it has to do with how well you handle it and, Uh-oh. like, your your ability to, like, control.
2: To I do know, the worm I, in the air, which is what you just worm. did. Yeah,
3: like to, did you, you know. anyone
2: stay on for eight seconds?
3: A lot of people did, yeah.
2: Is that the minimum for the rodeo?
3: Yeah, you have to hit eight seconds, and then they... If you get bucked off... Um. Some of the names for the Bulls loved them. Some of them were obnoxious. My favorite one was Night Shift.
2: Night Shift. Yeah. Okay. Were they very angry and aggressive?
3: They were. I was surprised at how when they're done bucking and the, the rider is, is flown off, they just, okay, I'm done now. I'm going to go in this little hole. I, how do you know <laughs> to do that? I know, no, I know nothing. Nothing. About the rodeo, clearly. But how do they know to just be like, oh,
2: my performance is done? When well, they got the thing off their back, and now they're just ready to go eat or something like that. <laughs> they probably get a snack every time that they get something off their back. This was probably the same way we train animals. So if this were a Yelp review, Stacy, as far as the rodeo, how many stars would you give it, and would you go again?
3: Based on just just the opening ceremony alone... Whew. Like, I don't know how eight stars,
2: eight stars eight? out of five. Yes, you <laughs> had that good of a time at the rodeo. I'm so proud of you for trying new things.
3: Oh, it was so amazing. And yes, I can, I honestly cannot wait for PBR to come back.
2: Okay, well, Did anybody get
1: gored no, With the horn.
3: no, but one guy got smashed, like kicked Ooh. into a corner. Um, it was one of the Wranglers. Of, not not the clown, there was a clown. I was right. very happy that there was a clown. But it was one of the three people wrangling the the bulls. He got kicked right into a corner. It uh, looked bad. I'm
2: glad that you had a good time and I'm glad that maybe nobody died that day. But I do have one problem. Yeah. With you from the rodeo. Okay. A huge problem.
0: Jordan Silver and friends. Six to nine on ninety six five the bus.
2: Dace you look so good.
3: Thank you. You
2: have an an amazing before and after photo um, that at some point you're going to post. And it's weird when you hang out with someone so much. You don't see the giant change in them. But you do when you see a before and after or a current photo after someone's lost a lot of weight. And you look great. Thank you. You look so good. I'm so proud of you. You're doing it the right way. Um, And I didn't think that I'd have any problems. (laughs) With this, but uh-huh. I do.
3: Yeah, I I disappointed you this week. Oh man, <laughs> like
2: I'm embarrassed. It wasn't disappointed. It was embarrassed. Like I got a hold of the artist that drew our logo, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you on Monday if she's still on the show. I can't. Uh, I can't with that. I believe I specifically told you not to.
3: <laughs> you may have actually." Here's I the did. thing. I had to work with what I had. Not that I had the the bottom part. I had to go buy that.
2: Buzz <laughs> family. That? Buzz family. Stacy Moody wore an outfit to the rodeo that is. An abomination. I am sorry, girl. You are thin now. I know that because of that, your clothes that you usually wear, you probably doesn't fit. But it was the fact that your reasoning for wearing this outfit was, quote, to fit in. That's why I can attack you on this, girl. BuzzFam, if you're driving around right now and you want to see this outfit, it is on my Instagram story. Instagram.com slash Silver Jordan with an I. Stace, I watch Project Runway. They dress weird on that show. I watch... Next in fashion on Netflix. I like to watch the uh, Met Gala.
3: Oh, my God. I read
2: Vogue while I'm waiting for the cashier to check me out. I know that people mix and match patterns and stuff, but this don't go together. Chris, describe this outfit, please. It is a pink and flannel button-down top followed
1: (laughs) by yoga camouflage-patterned
2: pants. Yes, that is it. And what, what does the hat say that you're wearing, Stace? This Heifer Don't Take No Bull. (laughs) Did you have that or did you have to
3: purchase that? I know that I have had that since summer. This
2: Heifer Don't Take No Bull got the name of our episode already. (laughs) (laughs) 11 minutes into the show. Um, Stay. So you wore this to fit in.
3: I have to admit it was very, very comfortable. But yeah. um, So I figured I'm going to the rodeo. There's going to be a lot of cowboy kind of, you know, farmer folk. So farmer folk and cowboys wear camo, right? Okay, yes. Not with their flannel. And, <laughs> fool. <laughs> so then I tried I went to a couple different stores trying to find like a NASCAR shirt or
2: that would have worked. That would have worked much shirt. better than this top.
3: Um I couldn't find anything that wasn't very expensive and I'm not I'm never going to wear this stuff again. I'm not going to spend money on it. So I said, "Okay, I'll just I'll just find something in my closet and make it work." And I found that top. And my God. And you didn't
2: burn it. You put it on <laughs> and you mixed it with this. Stacy. the worst part of that outfit was yes, I wore it me. all day. Oh, God. We were outside of the Sprint Center. Yeah. Like around PL, You wore this outfit. Yeah. How was everybody else dressed?
3: Nothing like I thought. OK, nothing. I yeah,
2: because I'm looking at people in the background of this. They're just in jeans and a shirt.
3: Yeah. It mostly I, I saw. Some bedazzled jeans, you know, those like that happens, really yeah. Th- white thread jeans uh, and cowboy hats. That was it.
2: Pretty normal stuff. This is what you get for thinking that people that go to the rodeo don't have fashion. Rodeo fashion was a fashion trend like back when True Blood came out in like the early 2000s. Then everybody got real sexy with their outfits. They wear these tight top. Like this top would have totally worked with black pants. These pants would have totally worked with like a black top.
3: I know, I. But I wanted to go
2: all out. All right. So this is a call out now to the guys from Queer Eye. If you come back, <laughs> if no. you come back here to Kansas City, please, please, please.
0: I've got my friend Stacy for you. Music, world, local, and unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history because we're all a bunch of nerds and bringing you on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends.
2: Though I do completely appreciate the publication. The Kansas City Kansan is just not making it worth it to do it every single day. So until the Kansas City Star gets their archives back up, we're going to hold off on 100 uh, years ago here in Kansas City, Kansas, in front for, for the Kansas City uh, newspaper. But there's so much stuff happening in history from, like, now until forever in Missouri and Kansas. We'll go over that, of course. So, Chris, will you start us off with... What happened on this day last year?
1: HBO airs Finding Neverland, which includes more accusations of child abuse against Michael Jackson.
2: I had a, an episode last year before you guys joined the show, and it was about being able to separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. How do you guys personally feel about that?
1: I think you have to because if you...
3: It still makes it very hard to listen, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. We came up with the most Switzerland answer, which is true. It's anybody's personal choice. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, if you can, good for you. I can't. Yeah. There's no Michael Jackson on my iPod. On this day in
1: 2017, Nintendo releases the Nintendo Switch. And on this day in 1992, George Bush apologizes for this little lie.
0: Read my lips. No, no.
2: Mm. Heat my lips, no new taxes He tried First thing, new taxes You can't make that promise You can't make promises you can't keep On
1: this day in 1991 Rodney King is beat by L.A. police officers Here's uh, L.A. police chief Daryl Gates
0: In our review, uh, we find that uh, the officers uh, Struck him with batons uh, Between 53 and 56 times uh, One officer rendered uh, uh, six kicks and one officer, one kick.
2: So the man who shot the videotape that we saw, he saw it, he shot it from his uh, apartment. Apparently, he tried to give it to the police. The police didn't want it, obviously, because it shows the police officers beating a citizen. Mm-hmm. So he turned it into KTLA, the news station, and KTLA pulls ten seconds of the video because the whole thing is really blurry, except for that famous scene that we can see, which is only ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, the jury said that they acquitted the police officers in the Rodney King uh, trial due to the blurry part of the videotape. I guess Rodney King allegedly steps towards them, which means that he charges, which means that the police, that's what they use as their defense, that he charged first. And so they, mm. they did that. It's a, it's a messy situation, which then leads to riots and fires in L.A. It leads to a sublime song. April 29th, 1992. Uh, Rodney King died in his pool. He drowned in his pool in 2012. I didn't know that.
1: No, I knew oh. he died recently-ish. 2012. On this day in 1990, locally, Carol Gist is the first African-American to be crowned Miss USA in Wichita. Here's her being crowned.
0: Miss USA is Miss Michigan, Carol Gist. You are the new Miss USA. The cash awards and prizes are yours. and You'll be our country's representative in Hollywood and the gill 1990 Miss Universe Patterson.
2: Does she have great hair? She did. She did she have 90s beautiful. hair? Yeah, She
1: looked exactly like Lisa Turtle.
2: Oh, oh. gosh.
1: Oh, she was gorgeous.
2: Saved by the bell crush. On this
1: day in 1978, somebody stole Charlie Chaplin's body from his grave and held it for
2: ransom. We've talked about this a little bit before. This is like way after he died, right? Someone sends him a ransom letter. Someone sends a ransom letter to his wife, and his wife goes, mm, nah. Uh, he me. wouldn't approve of that. Yeah, he's, he's dead. I don't, we don't care about his dead body. Then they find his body and the people that did it. About a couple, a couple weeks later, um, the mastermind of the plan to steal Charlie Chaplin's body got four years in prison, and the accomplice got only 18 months. Hmm. Also, gross story. Mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin and his wife had eight kids.
1: See like a puppy. <laughs> and when they got married, she was 18 and he was 54. Ew. Just to put that out there. On this stage in 1951, "Rocket 88" is released. Here's a clip of what is considered the first rock and roll song
0: heard you heard the they make but let me my rocket 88 just one everybody likes
3: my rocket 88 is that a euphemism
2: probably was
3: everybody likes my rocket 88
2: yes um that is considered to be if you watch any documentaries on the history of rock and roll the first rock and roll song rocket 88 though it's known to people that the first rock and roll song that came out and was really big was Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and His Comets.
3: And His Comets. That's
2: the That's how the Proper? Yes, that's how it's The Happy and, Days theme. Yeah. Bill Haley and His Comets, not And the Comets.
3: Oh, that was the name of it. Yes. Oh, I thought you were just being funny. That's the name of God. The no. I can't say that on the radio. Keep going.
0: On this day in
1: 1933, Mount Rushmore is dedicated. Here's old FDR dedicating it.
0: And I think that we can perhaps meditate a little on those Americans 10,000 years from now when the weathering of the face of Washington and Jefferson and Lincoln shall have proceeded to a depth of perhaps a tenth of an inch. But they will believe that we have honestly striven in our day and generation to preserve for our descendants a decent land to live in.
2: I feel like they got enough room to add some more people to that. Who would you add? Calvin Coolidge. Stace. Myself. I've done a lot. Oh,
1: the, the traffic would increase dramatically. I
2: would, I would add your face to Mount Rushmore just to throw tomatoes at <laughs> <laughs> On this day in
1: 1931, the Star-Spangled Banner becomes our national anthem.
2: Should we update this?
3: The uh, National
1: Anthem?
3: Yeah. No. Really? Well, how
2: would you update it? What would you change? I would make it Don't Stop Believing." I've never seen a song bring people together more. And I discovered this at a strip club when someone was stripping to it.
3: I have never been more offended
2: by something that you've said. Okay, Stace, tell me what a rampart is. Because that's in the Star Spangled Banner. Tell me what a rampart is.
3: I'd rather sing nonsense that I don't know what I'm saying than sing Journey.
1: You
2: just hate Journey. Yes, I do. Don't. Not everybody hates Journey. Ugh, garbage. On this day
1: in 1913, thousands of women marched in a suffrage parade in D.C.
2: They were protesting the fact that we as women did not have the right to vote.
1: And on this day in 1911... The first federal cemetery opens here in Missouri.
2: It's the Springfield National Cemetery
1: in Springfield. And on this day in 1873, US enacts the Comstock Law making it illegal to send X-rated books through the mail.
2: They had X-rated books back then.
1: Well, when they talked about Nancy pulling up her skirt and her ankle showed. Yeah. <laughs> Hot. On-, <laughs> on this day in local history in 1820, the U.S. Congress passed the Missouri Compromise.
2: That's right. The, uh, admitted, this admitted Maine, the state that I am from, as a free state and Missouri as a slave state for the Civil War. Missouri entered the Union in 1821 as a slave state following the Missouri Compromise in which Congress agreed that slavery would be illegal in all territories north of the certain latitude except for Missouri. Is that the Mason-Dixon line? Mm-hmm. I thought that... I thought that was a grocery store for so long. <laughs> All right, what's going okay. on? What's I'm going on on official holidays?
1: Okay. As previously mentioned, it is National Anthem Day because today was the ah. day that became the national anthem.
2: Hey, yeah, there we go.
1: It is World Wildlife Day. Back in 1973, the United Nations wanted to make endangered species more aware to the people that, hey,
2: AIDS animals are dying. I love that. Stacey, do you have a favorite endangered animal? If you say it yourself, I'm...
3: Well, I am endangered. Um,
2: there's only one of you. The
3: there's a certain lion or something or tiger that's I don't
2: know why why I know why do you I don't set me up Actually, for this. At, <laughs> I don't know there's to be at probably... this point. I have now learned not to ask you anything during yeah. this day in history. Chris, please, God, finish um, this.
1: <laughs> this is a strange one. Okay, what if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs day?
3: That that's
2: a day. That's like that, a day. That's today. That's an unofficial holiday?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs? De- yeah, so we're supposed
1: to think about what it would be like if our animals had opposable thumbs and how we, we should be grateful that we have them ourselves.
3: On the same day this is... our national anthem became a thing, <laughs> this is what we're doing. This is
2: how we're honoring our forefathers. Okay, this seems pretty easy to make our own holiday now.
1: Well, say this, that was the brainchild of Ruth and Tom Roy, who have created over a hundred national holidays, so it can't be that hard to do one. No, we got to make our own holiday.
2: What day and what is it? Hmm. Not Stacey Moody Day. No, of course not. Gross. Hmm. Hmm. I
3: don't know. That has my vote. (laughs) I don't know yet.
2: I need more coffee. I need to
1: think about
3: this. Yeah,
2: one. but we should do it. We should really come up I'm with- going to look up and I will have the
0: application ready by tomorrow.
2: Oh, nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll have everything ready except for the uh, complete idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was on this day in history with Jordan Silver in France on the bus.
2: You know, this is a really powerful position that we have here with what we do these microphones. You know, we don't get to hear people talk back to us. We just kind of talk to them. And then we read the repercussions of that on the text line and everything. And all weekend, I have been seeing people upset with me about something. And they're posting about it on online, social media, tagging me in it. And so I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But I also know when to apologize. And I would like to apologize now using a Mad lib that I wrote Uh. for this thing that I did to the Buzz family got my apology music dear Buzz family please accept my pink lipstickist apology in regards to introducing you to the Netflix series Love is Blind Uh. it was not my intention to create such a Cosby-esque situation for us and I currently have pink eye and am dry heaving with coronavirus because of it Well, that she deserves. As you, yeah, as you definitely should. If there was anything good that came out of this cheap experience, it's that I've had a vasectomy and learned that for the next time, I should probably not speak about the Netflix series Love is Blind. And rather, I should just drunk text my ex or behead myself. Also true. I apologize for all the pearl clutching and gassy, but you can't fart in front of your partner yet moments that you experienced during the last few weeks because I suggested for you to watch the Netflix series Love is Blind. Mm, Though my. I had the most pancakey intentions, I do understand uh, after putting you through that, you probably wished that I would start accumulating dingleberries on my <laughs> upper lip. You mean more? Pancaking? <laughs> what? From the squirtiest part oh, of my deepest whoa. tenderloin, <laughs> I stand here and apologize Jordan. to you, Buzz Family, because that is what Barnett from Love is Blind would do. I hope wow. we can discuss this in further, and I cannot wait to get back to what we used to do, which is hover over a toilet bleeding together while we realize we are slightly attracted to a sexy dog at Bar i I'm going to need an apology for this letter. You can contact me today or tomorrow at 382 p.m., or we can meet for a vegan burrito at <laughs> Diamonds Direct. Or if you'd really like to, we can clean cat boxes at one of Slim for Life's 10 convenient oh, locations. Oh,
3: God. If you need to get a
2: hold of me before then, though, you can reach me at my email address, stacymoody at hotmail.com. <laughs> Sincerely, Jessica from Love is Blind's number one fan, Tord and Silver. I'm so sorry, plus family, that I got you all stuck on watching that stupid show on Netflix. take this is my apology. Is, is that okay, guys? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz.
2: So handsome in that little newsboy cap kiss. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what's going on in the news too? Yeah, uh, Jordan, would you ever get a face tattoo? Absolutely not. Stacy? Oh, yeah, for sure. What?
3: I get a cat butt somewhere, like around my mouth maybe.
2: I'll pay for it. <laughs> Let's really? go down. If there's a tattoo artist that wants to do this, come into the studio right now. Let's do this. I will pay whatever the, whatever the price. Deal. Oh yes, please, please, uh, anyways, please. Uh, Seven thousand. Post-, squ- <laughs> Post Malone has told
1: GQ magazine why he has gotten face tattoos. He said he is an ugly ass mf'er, Aww. and that uh, it comes from a place of insecurity, to where he doesn't like how he looks. So he put something cool on his face. When he looks in the mirror, he has something happy to look
2: at. Now I feel bad. <laughs> you should. You I do. Have to make another apology, Mad Lib. I'll make an apology, Mad Lib. But also, again, if you're a t- tattoo artist who is good at doing a cat around someone's mouth, please come down to the station right now. I would love to pay for Stacey Moody to get a cat tattoo on her face. Let's do it.
1: It is tornado season. It's upon us. Uh-oh. There was, were five people killed in a tornado east of Nashville. Usually they don't come this early, but here they are. Have you ever experienced a tornado?
2: yeah last year i saw one out of my building and the only words that came out of my mouth were quote now i've literally seen everything
3: tornadoes are my absolute biggest fear
2: agreed
0: agreed i've been through
2: (laughs) tropical storms uh earthquakes all that stuff none of that tornadoes are scary oh poor nashville Mm. What uh, else is going on Also, today's... Jordan, do you ever get frustrated about downtown parking? No, because I, <laughs> I bought a spot, but my friends do. Yes.
1: Yes, and Jordan. Uh, we have a better way for parking downtown. <laughs> okay. The Park, Park Smart KC app. You can now find and pay for parking spots downtown on an app. Really? And if you run out of time, you can add to it without running
2: back and adding the quarters to the little machine. That's going to be great when somebody's at the courthouse sitting there waiting for 800 years or the DMV. <laughs>
1: Yes, and in uh, music news, Glass Animals has spoken out. They say, hello, everyone. Please remember that all tickets to the Deja Vu Tour have, have to be used in conjunction with the ID of the person who bought the tickets. The name of the purchaser will be printed on the tickets. You will not be admitted to the entry to the venue without this, so do not buy tickets from unsolicited unsolicited... Solicited that's a hard word. Sellers. They won't work. And for those who missed out this time, we
2: will be back soon playing more shows. Don't panic. All right, that's the good news, is that they tweeted yesterday that they will be doing more shows, bigger shows. The bad news, of course, that like eight people are going to get to see this performance on Friday at the Record Bar, one of them being Stacey Moody, who wanted to post about being so lucky to do that and make everyone jealous.
3: Look... I had to do some really weird, almost illegal things to get these tickets, so I'm very, very happy, okay? Don't. What?
2: What did you have to do? I could- I'm
3: not saying it. I don't need people. I don't
0: need people knowing Okay, business.
2: fine. Who did you have to do?
0: Uh, I can't say that either. Jordan Silver on the bus. Well, I got
2: something for you both to ponder. I'm an ex-Catholic. I should probably know this, but I asked you, Chris, to get the Lent laws Mm -hmm. up. Um, Lent is, can you give me a little explanation of what it is? It's the habit of fasting before Easter. Okay. So you're supposed to give up meat on Friday through Lent. That's supposed to eat meat. But there's a twist now because it's 2020, and that twist is the impossible burger. Tastes like meat, but it ain't. So some Catholic priests are arguing that it, quote, goes against the spirit of the season if we just eat things that taste like the stuff we're supposed to be abstaining from. Enter all those jokes that you can put in right there, but we'll move on, move beyond that. And talk about what do you guys think about this?
3: Speaking as a non-religious person, honestly, I don't see the problem. The argument that it's the symbolism and the... The whole idea behind it, doing the whole I'm not eating meat because of what it stands for, not necessarily the taste. The, well, literal.
2: I am confused with what I, you're saying, Stacy. Well, in, in my opinion, <laughs> like, Stacey, let, me, let me try to clarify this.
1: <laughs> I feel most people do the fasting, not assuming on anybody's position, but because of just the societal or the community of church that they belong to, but not because of the discipline that they want to. Better and closer, their relationship to the higher power that they are would be a part of. But these are all just rules, kind of created to impo- impose, making you feel bad. Because technically, with in Lent, that if you go without, if you go fasting, but if you sin during that period, which try not sinning for a day, it completely voids it, so it's meaningless.
2: Um. So, are you saying that built into the Catholic religion is things that are made made to make you feel bad? Oh, that's what it's. I know, I know! That's why I apologize for everything, damn it! Oh,
1: the Catholic Church, I'm going to, sorry, piss a lot of people off, but I've taken the true message first and added all these man-made laws to make it further harder to get a relationship with the Lord, and it just pulls people away in a minute, and it divides people because it takes man's rules and it. So you're
2: saying, as far as this specific topic, Mm -hmm. should Catholics be able to eat the impossible burger, which tastes like a burger... During Lent, your stance is yes not, or no. It's not a burger; they can eat it. Okay, but it tastes like it. It's supposed to taste like it.
1: But that's not the reason for doing it. You're supposed to be giving up. We're well, supposed to be meat because it was a scarcity. So, oh, it's hmm. Do you have a I,
2: thought?
3: Can I attempt this again. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got it. I think
2: everybody's waiting to hear what you have to say.
3: Basically, what you say it's the symbolism and the idea of giving up meat, not necessarily the. The, litter, the literal, I'm not eating meat because it's not meat. It's the idea that you're supposed to be respecting. Does
2: Thanks. that make more sense? I kind of disagree with you guys. Really? Yeah. It's, your it's cheating. It's cheating. That's kind of, If you're abstaining from something, then you're doing it. You just right. go all in. You know, this is like those people that, that say that they don't have sex, but they've definitely, you know, Eight. done everything but... <laughs>
3: Uh, other holes except for... That's
2: <laughs> my end of the That's main sentence one. in the word.
0: <laughs> all aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever.
2: All right. This is the point in the week where we really embarrass our parents. That's it. We have led some interesting lives, each one of us, that have done some really weird things. And this is where it all comes out to the surface. Never Have I Ever. Who would like to go first? Stacy does. Oh, all right, all right, go first, Chris. Okay. Never <laughs> I'm have that I teacher
1: ever found something odd that I had in common with someone.
2: Yes, of course. Chris and I have Stacy, you have not found yeah. something odd you had in common. Nothing I can think about of the top of my head. Anybody that I know that falls asleep to forensic files is good in my book. Chris, what's yours? My mortuary classmate,
1: uh it's going we... somewhere good. <laughs> We both found out that we like to go to grocery stores, open up the freezer door, stick our head in, and get a big whiff of the frozen air, because it smells good <laughs> a certain way. Do you also lick the ice cream? No, I don't Ugh. do that.
2: That's the, that's the line. That's <laughs> the line with that. All right, Stacey Moody. Uh,
3: never have I ever had a childhood name for my thing.
2: Oh. Well, yes, of course. All three of us have. Childhood name for your you-know-what.
3: Um, I called mine my cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it was called a
2: cookie. I still call it my pee-pee. Keep going, Chris. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? I don't want to go into that. I don't. my God. No, no one, one wants to hear it.
0: <laughs> Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I.
2: All right, it is. It's Cookie, PP, and Mr. Rogers here on Jordan Silver and Friends. Ninety six five the buzz playing never have I ever, never have I ever told a small lie that bit me back hard later. Uh yeah. Oh, Stacy Moody, you have not. What are you I've never lied in my life. I'm a perfect angel. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh here's one. I was a I was a freshman and I had a class and we had to do a story on Like our lives. So I made up this story that my mom gave birth to me on an airplane. Cool. Right? Mm, Yeah, cool, mm -hmm. whatever. Presented it. Everybody's like, that's cool. Three years later, that teacher was my teacher for something else. And my parents come home from a parent-teacher night one night, and they go, What the hell is this story that you made up about? You being born on an airplane, blah 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 blah. I was like, How did that bitch teacher remember that? That was it was three years later. I have been nervous to go and do things in my life, but I always, like if I'm talking in front of 20,000 people, I always think of that moment, having to walk back into that ladies' class, and that is the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life.
1: All right. Chris. Never have I ever
2: wanted to do something illegal. Every damn day, yes. Stacey and I have. Chris, what's your story?
1: I want to uh, bring some undeclared fruit into California. Like what? Bring undeclared fruit into California. Is this a drug thing? No, because when you go into California, they stop you at agricultural checkpoints
2: and ask if you have any fruit in the car. That should be the least of their worries of things that are being (laughs) smuggled into California. I mean. Okay, Stace.
3: All right. Never have I ever caught the bouquet.
2: No. Chris, (laughs) what do you mean you have, Chris? Actually, good. Good for you. I like that wedding, Stace. Uh, Yes, so I went to
3: a wedding as a guest, and I was forced to go up while they were throwing the bouquet, even though I had no idea who the bride was, no idea. I ended up catching it, and her three bridesmaids, I kid you not, tried to beat me up because I caught it, and I didn't know they wanted to catch it.
2: Of course. It was... Usually, uh, mm. the bridesmaids and the bride have some kind of understanding, all right, you stand to the left, and I'm going to throw this thing, like, real wild to the left, damn it was you want to be on my softball team uh yes let's do it <laughs> okay never have i ever realized i was addicted to something quote uh, weird yes was it meth no it's not weird all right neither of you have oh come on addiction anything okay <laughs> i saw card was wrong funyuns you're addicted to funyuns yeah can't stop i'm a uh, i'm addicted to giant puzzles mm. there is a new one that is 50,000 pieces mm. and i want it so bad but i will become so obsessed that i won't do anything else 50,000 pieces
1: i just bought two couple of puzzles from a thrift store but they're like 500 and 750
2: Ew, loser <laughs> 750 god did you buy them for your newborn baby <laughs> sorry oh. i get very 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 competitive when it comes to puzzling Five hundred's respectable. No, it's not. What's the minimum requirement? Two thousand. As an adult, two thousand. Come on, it should take you a week. It should take me not. I don't like doing it more than, than a night. Well,
1: <sighs> never have I ever realized I was an expert on a random topic.
2: Yes. Well, Stacey, don't even don't even I, waste your energy I'm trying to even, think that. You,
3: <laughs> it's pretty I'm going to be over here. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Figure skating for me.
2: Uh, I can identify the car based on the radio. We've done that, mm. yes. All right, Stacy. let's see if you can find something that you can contribute to this conversation of never have I ever.
3: Uh, you know that I can't, but never have I ever kept my underwear on during a massage.
2: Okay, all three of us have? I heard that this was weird. What? I heard that it's weird to keep your underwear on during a massage. Okay.
1: Who are you going to get massaged by? That was my...
2: Ew. Yeah. Um,
3: so, the very first time I got a massage, I kept my bra and my underwear on because I was your like bra
2: too. I mean, you could take that off.
3: Well, I was very uncomfortable. I'm like, I not and I was not very old. I mean, you know, I never had a massage before. I didn't know. So he pulls down the the blanket and he's like, um, and his very soft spoken, "Ma'am, can you please take off your bra?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like all loud, what? Can you please take off your bra? It was the most uncomfortable. Did he get out of the room to let you take off the bra? Well, yes. Okay. (laughs) And then he gave me a very long time to take off my bra. (laughs) Well, like I've been doing this for a while. It doesn't take me five minutes. Jordan
0: Silver on the bus.
2: Never have I ever been to an adult store. Of course I've been to an adult store. Of course. Whoa. All right. Stacey, why are you making that face? Who hasn't? People that are under 18
3: still that's not accurate
2: have you ever i don't know i haven't been to one here but when you go go to the ones in the south they are uh organized by size mm-hmm. and so you're just like walking and you're just like oh okay there's there's that and then there's the one that's so big that you're like there needs to be a trap door under here because if anybody needs to get something this big there should be a trap door yeah the next card go <laughs>
1: Uh, never have I ever had a before and after moment. Of course, yeah. What's I yours? I just had one this past week. I discovered that I've been putting towels in the washer wrong my entire life.
2: You think he would say, before I had my child and after I had my child. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> towels. Mm-hmm. I wrap them around. That's okay, Chris. Thank you. You're just supposed to pop <laughs> them you, in. Thank you, Chris.
3: All right. never <laughs> cool. <laughs>
2: Cool, bro. <laughs>
3: never uh, never have I ever found an odd smell that I liked.
2: We all have. I guess we should go around with this one.
3: I love
2: the smell of bleach. Oh, me too. No and wonder you chlorine. can't complete a sentence or a thought. <laughs> Is this what you snip before you go to bed? That's my, yeah, I
3: just put some bleach in my little uh, diffuser. <laughs> Is that not how it's supposed to work?
2: <laughs> Uh, Never have I ever had my own catchphrase. Yes. Uh, Chris and I have. Stacey has not. Chris, what's yours?
1: I said this before Paris Hilton. Oh, God. Back 20-some years ago, I would see cars around. I'd be like, oh, that's hot. And then she decided to use that phrase, and it made it completely negligible for me.
2: Oh, right. He's, she stole that thought from Christopher Mine. Remember when you told everybody that you created GPS, and then we Googled it on air that it was created 20 years before you said?
1: I still stand by that. You
2: have a very elevated sense of self, Chris. We are going to analyze that coming up at some point. Um, my, when someone says something weird, the best response is, that was my nickname in high school. Mm. It works so well. Except for this one time where I was driving around with some friends, and there was like a funny name of a street, like Petticoat Petticoat Prairie Princess or something. And I was like, oh, that was my nickname in high school. And they all looked at me, and they're like, no, it wasn't. We went to high school with you. <laughs> one time that doesn't work. Uh-oh. But otherwise, use it. Chris, what do you got?
1: Never have I ever been caught looking at something naughty.
2: Stacy and I have not. What? Yeah, don't get caught, idiot.
1: Okay, I was... 10 years old, I was at the swimming pool, and this woman came into the shallow end with the largest breasts I've ever seen in my life. And afterwards, my father says, Oh, I kind of caught you looking at something. Do you know what those are? I was never been more embarrassed in my life. What did you say? Do you remember? I know. I just, I, I don't, I do not because I was so embarrassed because I was, they were so big. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Stace, <laughs> next. Never have I ever. Please. <laughs> wow.
3: Um. Never have I ever found something that triggers my anxiety.
2: Yeah. I'll, Chris has. I have. Stace, what's yours?
3: Two things are the worst for me. One, in public when I'm standing alone or in the, like, a checkout and I can sense someone is about to speak to me
2: and I don't want to talk to them. Do you ever want to talk to somebody in the checkout line? Never. Okay, so no. if anybody ever speaks to Stacey Moody in the checkout line, look out. I'm yeah. getting anxious. I'm
3: getting and anytime I have to make a phone call.
2: Oh yeah. I know you feel that way, Chris. Leave a message, yeah. I've got Ooh. something for you coming up and maybe next week. Oh no. Okay. To help you get over that. Okay. Chris. All right. Never have I ever said I love you to someone and didn't mean it. Oh, Stacy and I have. Chris has not with his elevated sense of self. <laughs> So I went on a couple dates with this girl and we're at this bar drinking and she's talking and she's telling us this like really long personal story, really long, really long. And I'm sitting there going, all right, I kind of have to pee. Oh man, now I really got to pee. Oh my God. I might be like peeing in two seconds if she doesn't finish her story, but she got to this part in the story where I didn't want to interrupt and be rude because it was a personal story. So finally, when she finishes, I go, okay. Well, I love you. I got to pee. And I get up and I go to the bathroom. And she follows me because we have been on a couple of dates. And I say, I love you. And when she follows me, I was like, no, I need you to get the hell out of here. I can't pee if someone's in the bathroom with me.
0: Wow.
1: That relationship didn't work. No. Imagine that.
0: Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz
2: love that little hat on you, newsboy. Mm-hmm. My little newsboy. Newsies. Tell us what's going on in the world. Sunday is
1: International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. So their uh, Wallet Hub has released its rankings of the best U.S. states for women in 2020.
2: Okay. How did they find? They
1: took uh, what? standard uh, things such as median earnings for female workers and women's preventative health care.
2: Okay. And so where did Missouri or Kansas? Top well, top top for
1: uh, top on the list is Massachusetts. <laughs> In Minnesota and Iowa are number two and three. So, right so where, a, great. Where you're from thirty-one is Kansas, and Missouri is thirty-five. Wow. Ugh. The worst is Louisiana.
2: Interesting. Mm. Well, I'm canceling my trip to Louisiana. Also, I find it very fitting that national that International Women's Day on Sunday is also Daylight saving. So we only get twenty-three hours to celebrate ourselves we only lucky. get 95% of the time. And we only get 30% of the pay.
1: All right, let's keep going. There's a prom boutique that's opening tomorrow. Ooh, it's located at the Wood Chapel United Methodist Church. Oh. And the reason this boutique is different is because they give away all of the dresses oh
2: that's nice yes
1: last year they gave away over 1500 dresses
2: oh that's super nice those dresses are expensive and you only wear them once mm-hmm. it's smart to just donate it after mm-hmm. oh that's cute um yeah. where where is it again at the woods
1: summit woods chapel united methodist church okay take a Louis google summit.
2: take a google if you're hearing that story and you're interested i imagine you have to be in high school to get the
1: <sighs> yes you need to be a young teen
2: okay could i pass no. Uh, no. All right, keep going.
1: Oddly correct, a coffee shop in Westport is offering glass mugs for it to go. You pay a dollar deposit for the glass, you can keep, trade it in the next time you visit, or return it for a dollar. They're doing this to reduce waste without inconveniencing the customer.
2: Oh, okay. I'll take that. I'll lose it. I'll break it. But I'll take that. That's that's good.
1: I love drinking out of glasses way better than paper. And you can
2: keep it for other things. Or you can return it and get your dollar back.
1: <sighs> Best yet.
2: Awesome. Good job. Oddly correct. Saving the city one mug at a time. Mm-hmm. And some uh, glass animals.
1: They have a message for us.
2: Yes, they're playing a show. This is a show at the record bar that Stacy Moody is going to and bragging about all over Facebook, which is not okay, Stace.
3: First off, I'm not bragging all over. You happened to see something I posted like a month ago.
2: You said, I'm going to the show And then I said, that's just effed up. Rubbing it in people's faces because there's like eight people that are going to be able to see that show. Anyway, so the show is on Friday. Mm -hmm. It has been sold out since 15 seconds after it went on sale. And Glass Animals has a note they tweeted about this. Chris? Hello, everyone. All right, we're going to start there.
1: Please remember that all tickets to the Deja Vu Tour have to be used in conjunction with the ID of the person who bought the ticket. The name of the purchaser will be printed on the ticket, and you will not be admitted entry to the venue without this. So, do not buy tickets from unsolicited sellers.
2: Okay, they so, won't work. That's it. Sorry, and they will be back more, doing more shows. Okay, that's the good news from all of yes. this. Thank God, because I, there would be a riot if they didn't.
0: Catch Jordan Silver and friends from Six to Nine on the bus.
2: We got a text in that said that one of the members of the Buzz family is, uh, she or he, they go to work 30 minutes early just to hear our show, and then they're upset when they have to go into work. So I don't think they know about the podcast. <gasps> tell them. You work so hard on it, Chris. I tell them. do.
1: I work on the podcast. It is up by 10 o'clock every single day. You can go to 965 dog dot radio, dot com, and podcast. Don't go to 965thedog.com. <laughs> I don't know did what exists dog? there.
2: You sure did. Oh, that boy. Is, that is okay. That is totally okay. Um... Yeah, so we take the show, we get rid of all the music, and we put all the talking parts together. So if you missed it, if you want to hear what you missed in the morning, if you want to hear what you missed when you got out of your car, it's all there. And and Chris is very good about getting it up on 965thedog.com. Yeah,
1: even if you listen to our show, you should go listen to the podcast.
2: Yeah, there could be something that you're missing. Mm -hmm. Or you can find something that we said wrong and just give us hell about it. Please do. Oh, also rate and subscribe, too, to our podcast. It's been a minute since we've had a a review on our podcast, too. Ooh, can we give tickets to
1: the next five-star review? No, we
2: can't. You you should. that might be
3: illegal. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. You took the payola
2: quiz, Chris. (sighs) mm.
3: I haven't, and I knew that that was wrong.
2: All right, Stacey Moody (laughs) knew that was wrong. All right. Um, But earlier, we were talking about our good old buddy, Stacey Moody... Who is now a fan of
3: the PBR Bull Riding Rodeo? Man, I'm I am impressed. I am impressed. That was fun. You were
2: kind of making fun
3: of it a little I bit last week. I was making fun of it. I, I thought I was walking into just the most redneck, just people watching. I went for the people, not the bulls. And I was. Completely surprised.
2: You went for the people. You left. I say because of the bulls. bulls. <laughs> uh And this is like a perfect example of just not knowing, like, people, stereotypes and stuff. We need to stop believing in them. We need to stop pushing them. Because you... Our conversation earlier was that you decided that you wanted to dress like the people that you thought would be at the rodeo on Sunday at the Sprint Center. And... I didn't.
3: I, I mean, I, I I dressed how I thought they were going to look, and then they were completely normal, and I was just a, a major dick.
2: Yeah, and if you would like to see the picture of that and the hat that Stacey's wearing that says what? <laughs> this heifer don't take no bull. Okay. Uh, go to my Instagram story. It's right up there, <laughs> Jordan Silver, Jordan with an I. Um, we gave you crap about how you were dressed, but, I mean, you look great. It's just those patterns do not go together well, like really bad.
3: Yeah, It was, It was. was not. it was not great.
2: The Buzz family also voting on it because I gave them the option to vote on your outfit. And currently, 39% say yes, that outfit works. Thank you. I don't know who those people are. And 61% say no. So, But that's not the only thing that was a surprising experience when you were at the rodeo.
3: So before the ceremony that was probably the most amazing ceremony, opening ceremony I've ever seen anything, so much fire... So much pyrotechnics.
1: Really? Really. Lots of big bangs and sparks and... Oh!
3: Things were set aflame. Oh, my goodness. And it was amazing. But before they lit things on fire, (laughs) they played this, what I thought was a commercial, but it was really an intro to PBR, the professional bull riding um, event. And I was... It was amazing. And this is what it was.
0: It's not the hats. It's not the Spurs. It's not where you grew, what you chew, what you ride, what you drive. It's not how you look. It's how you live. Some say cowboys are a dying breed. We say we've never been more alive. Be battered. Be bolder, Be braver. Be cowboy. Okay. Inclusive. It's so inclusive.
3: Like... I'm okay. As soon as this got over, I'm waiting for everyone to erupt and just a riot to start, right? Because thinking, of the
2: tone of what you just saw played for the rodeo at the spin center.
3: Right. I'm I'm ready for everyone to just start throwing their trump hats and uh uh-uh, uh not my rodeo. Like just get nuts. What I saw though, People actually stood up and were clapping like,
2: yeah, inclusion at the rodeo.
3: I had never been so surprised. I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, let's get let's get this bull ride started.
2: (laughs) I was very excited. (laughs) Let's let everybody be here who wants to be here. And we don't have to be mean to anybody that's here that we're slightly different because it really doesn't matter to us. And good for you. Let's all watch this rodeo together.
3: Yeah, it was amazing. And not all I just I'm I'm an asshole because I thought that it was just gonna be a bunch of terrible people watching Bull
2: Riders. This is what you get when you judge a book by its cover. Sprint Center. when you
3: judge a bull by its
2: hide eh.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Jordan Silver and France on the bus.
2: Miss B. I think she's almost more famous than we are. You think so? On this show, yeah. She's led an interesting life. She has, and we're at the point now where we're kind of trying to document it and put it all together mm-hmm. for it to make sense. Because tell me a little bit and just for the for the people that are just tuning in right now, tell us a little bit more about Miss B.
1: Well, I had a neighbor that introduced me to her because he could no longer drive for her. She's ninety-three, so she can't get around. So I take her to her nail appointments and her uh, grocery store when she needs some food. And then she recently gave me a, a box of old stuff. Mm-hmm. had some books in it. One of them happened to be an old journal of hers that's, that was very faded. It was written in pencil. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to decipher what it is, but it's very hard to read.
2: It's super interesting. I mean, we've been putting stuff together that you've been reading from there. A timeline, basically, of her life. 1926, she was born. Mm-hmm. Nineteen thirty-nine, she tried out for a play or some some
1: theater production. Theater
2: production uh, that she found an ad for in the Kansas City Star. Uh, Didn't whatever happened there? I don't. She didn't didn't get that part or something. Nineteen forty-five, she was in Germany. Mm -hmm. So she's led quite the life. Yeah, traveled all over the world. And then the latest entry, time-wise, on a uh, is. Around the 70s, 72, she lived in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what time frame did you find another entry that you could decipher? I
1: believe this one is the late 60s, like 66, 67,
2: 68-ish. Okay, okay. So, you got a journal entry from Miss B, Mm-hmm. late 60s. Yes. Uh, where is she? She's
1: Looks all like over the place. she's
2: in San Francisco. San Francisco? Yeah. And you were able to decipher her handwriting and all that?
1: I do have some questions, but I, I was able to read some of the words that I found.
2: Okay. All right. We'll we'll uh, we'll go over this because we're putting this together. Us family helps us out with this a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do that right after.
0: Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the radio.com
2: app. All right. Well, we are decoding Miss B. That's the 93-year-old lady that Chris drives around because she is no longer able to drive. Nope. And she's a very interesting old, old woman. All people around that age have such a, they've seen so much in their lifetime you know like three times we've even been on this earth and she's still around to talk about it well uh, the, the last time you tried to talk to her about something um from her past she got a little heated yeah she got heated but thankfully you have this journal mm-hmm. that she wanted to throw out you kept and you've been reading it and uh from the timeline that i'm putting together because i'd like to do stuff like this Born in 1926. This is Miss B, the old lady that you drive around. Uh, around 1939, she was reading through the Kansas City, Kansas, and saw an ad to try out for this play or something. Tried out for it, got it, but then something happened and she didn't get it. 1945, she has a journal entry about being in Germany. In uh, 1972, she has a journal entry about being in Washington, D.C., and so between there, in the late 60s, you're saying that this journal entry that you found that you're going to read for us today is from the...
1: Yeah, it's kind of confusing because it does, there's bits that I couldn't read, and it does span over a couple years' time, so hopefully
2: it does, it all makes sense. Okay, well, you know, one day we'll make a movie of Miss B, but right now we're just doing the research part about where this woman has been because it sounds like she's had an interesting life. Mm-hmm. All right, so, decoding Miss B, what have you found from her journal? What's the date, and uh, where's the place? It's, it starts in 1966. Okay. She
1: has decided to move to San Francisco. She's going to live with her cousin, Mary.
2: Okay. People do that. Yeah. She would have been, what, 30-ish? but Something like that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So.
1: And then she lives with her for a while, and then spring... Of sixty-seven-ish, Mary starts seeing this new guy named Manny. Okay, and she she put that she's unsettled. His eyes give me the strangest feelings. This
2: guy that isn't this the summer of love in San Francisco? It is. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mary is her sister, cousin. Sorry, I'm writing all this. Uh, her cousin. Okay, cousin. And then there's Manny, the creepy dude. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then
1: she's saying that Mary wants to move in with him. They okay. they just met, and they're not married, so that's oh a lot of red flags right there.
2: Uh, except for in the summer of love, <laughs> back in the 60s <laughs> in San Francisco, when this takes place. Uh, but she insists that I also must move in with him.
3: Yeah, because she's living with yeah. the cousin, so where so is she going go? Otherwise, she, she would go? have nowhere to
1: go.
2: Right. right. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like Miss B wants to come back to Kansas at any point.
1: Having nowhere else to go, okay. I must move in with Mary and her new beau.
2: Okay. So is
1: there a time? This is spring of 67 right now. Okay. Spring ish. of
2: 67, she moves in with Mary, her cousin, and mm-hmm. Manny, this creepy dude. Okay.
1: And then later that summer, they have four new ladies move into the house with them. Oh,
2: damn. So I don't
1: know what's going on there, Ooh. but summer of love. Yeah. I, wish I was okay. born
2: back then. I wish I was alive back then.
1: She has, I'm assuming, the names of the girls listed. hmm Leslie, mm-hmm. Lynn, and Linda. That would get confusing. And then Patty and Susan. Okay. And then she, uh, she's, looks like she's feeling uneasy about this until Mary can calm her nerves and informs her that Manny wants to start a band. So I think that's why they're moving in, so they can start a a new girl band.
2: Oh, cool, with all these ladies. Yeah. Good. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan.
1: November 67, uh-huh. they moved to Topanga Canyon.
2: Topanga Canyon. Oh, all right. Topanga Canyon. Have you canyon. been there? Mm, it sounds familiar. It, there, everything up there is a canyon <laughs> in Los Angeles. What? Where's Topanga Canyon? Topanga Canyon. There, uh, Santa Monica Bay? It's located in the Santa Monica Mountains. Oh, that's like the hills. That's like where, that must be a couple canyons over from where I lived, I and mean, I lived in the hills. I lived in Laurel Canyon. All right. Uh-oh. So so they moved from San Francisco down to, uh-huh. okay.
1: And she says she's really excited. Manny says that we're all going to have big music careers. So she, She's super excited to start singing again.
2: Oh yeah! Oh, that's right because she sang. You had played her audio of her singing from a recording.
1: She's a beautiful singer.
2: Oh my gosh! I wonder what kind of music they play for her to sing like that. It's beautiful. Okay, so Miss B, we're decoding Miss B again. Chris has found another journal entry. This one is from the late '60s, where she originally lived in, uh, where she moved in with her cousin Mary in San Francisco, and now it looks like about a year or two later. This whole entire group of people that are music heads? I think so. All moved down to Los Angeles.
1: It's not unheard of in Los Angeles for people to live together to save costs. Of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how many people will fit in a studio apartment? You have no idea.
3: So she's really starting to embrace the hippie lifestyle. I think so. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. The next one is dated May of 1968. Okay. Looks like they got a little wild. They took some LSD oh, and got Ms. lost Ms. in the B. desert.
3: Miss B took LSD?
1: <laughs> they had to hitchhike back. That's always
2: scary. Mm-hmm. But not back in those not days. In, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that It was, was just a normal way of there. transportation. Yep, You just had to look out for a Ted Bundy. He <laughs> <It> was <laughs> the one you, you were looking <laughs> out for on the West Coast right. back then. The guy who stopped and picked
1: us, them up, us up was really groovy. His name was... Dennis Wilson. Dennis Wilson. Looks like th- they um, stayed at
2: his pad for a few months. His pad. Wow! Listen to these words, know, Miss groovy. B. Does his she pad. use these words when you take her to the nail salon and in the, in the hen house and stuff? She, she,
1: she, she, she's lost her vernacular.
2: That sucks. I know. That would be cool. Hey, Miss B, do you want this brown rice? Yeah, that would be groovy. <laughs> All right, Dennis. She Wilson. says that the pad was out of sight. Oh God! What does that mean in hippie talk? Real cool. Okay, cool. All right, so, Dennis.
1: Okay, summer of 68. We got kicked out of his house, so we're moving to Spain Ranch. She's able to horse ride again, and she says her heart is happy.
2: Okay, well, that's what you get for squatting, I'm sure. It doesn't sound like these people do work. (laughs) No. It sounds like they just kind of sit in the basement and play the acoustic guitar all the time. Probably have a little marijuana. For the 60s. For sure. For right. sure. Okay. So, so now see. they're on a ranch?
1: Yeah. Okay. And Manny uh, apparently went out and bought an, an album, the Beatles' new
2: album. Okay. The Beatles' new album in the 68? Eight,
1: yes. I believe uh, Helter Skelter.
2: He won't stop playing it. He won't stop playing Helter Skelter. Which album was that on? Is that on the White Album? Is that the White yes, Album? Yes. The White yeah. Album.
1: Just playing so it over and over and over again. got M- yeah,
3: Helter Skelter on repeat. Yeah. Okay. Man, is getting a little annoyed
1: by that.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a good song. <laughs> I, I will listen to a song until I can't hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. You, not you?
1: Oh, for sure. I'll okay. listen to it 7,000 times and then not for two years.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. So they like the Beatles. Everybody likes the Beatles. Their Beatles are about to break up, by the way, Aww. in this timeline of Miss B's life. What else? And then we don't get another journal entry for a,
1: the one that I can decipher for about a year. I've got July of nineteen sixty-nine. Damn! What is Miss B doing on this ranch? She must have been having a real groovy time. <laughs> she must have. She says that Mary isn't acting herself. She's acting way out.
3: This is the cousin, right? Yes. Okay. Cousin
1: Mary is acting way out.
3: Way out. So, which means
2: not. She's acting real weird. Correct. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. thank you. <laughs> way out in the sixties is real weird.
3: <laughs> roll, roll weird. In the
2: twenties of twenty. Okay. <laughs> So Mary's acting weird. Yes, on this one
1: I have I've got August eighth of nineteen sixty nine.
2: Okay, well you know just real quick, if Miss B moved into Mary's house in sixty six, mm-hmm. and now we're talking what year sixty nine? sixty nine. Okay, they've been living together for a while. This yeah, happens, know you know. You, yeah. Maybe Mary wasn't being weird. Maybe she just got sick of living with her, especially on this ranch. That sounds awful to me. But Possibly. that's then again, going out to my car is what I call hiking. Sorry. Okay, August
1: 8th. Usually, she kind of just has the the month and the year, so I'm surprised she has an actual date on this one. Okay,
2: so August 8th, what? 1969.
1: 1969. Okay. I told Mary that I had to go. Uh Uh-oh. I told her that I feel like they're almost worshipping her beau,
2: Manny. Well, Good for them for being together for that long. Yeah.
1: She kept saying how he was going to take care of everything, and I told her this is all way too far out for me. And let's see, she wanted me to stay for a big party that her really rich friend Abby was throwing in the Hollywood Hills okay. at her friend's house who just got back into town.
2: You gotta stay for those Hollywood parties, gonna... are you kidding me? Yeah,
1: they're awesome. She said, although she really wanted to, she said she took, it was taking the 8 a.m. train to Washington, D.C.
3: So she missed out on a party in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. yeah. You don't say no to those. That's a a rite of passage. Someone who's really rich, too. It's not like someone's just house-sitting. This person probably has a really nice house.
1: Oh, I'm sure it's like the Gatsby parties.
3: Mm.
2: Mm. She missed out on that party. That Mm -hmm. sucks. Poor Miss B missed out. That's a bummer. Party in the Hollywood Hills. I bet it was a rager. Is that where it
1: ends? That's all I got. If she she needs to get a hold of me, she knows where I am. Well, she went to Washington, D.C. on the 8 a.m. train.
2: Cousin Mary era, yeah. Well, this one doesn't make any sense to me at all. This kind of sounds like an old person who has just smoked a little too much marijuana, taken a little too much LSD, too much LSD. Ms. She got a.
1: her experience on the West Coast and decided to live the serious life out of the East Coast. Maybe,
3: maybe the hippie life just was too much for her. You know what? She got
2: a bunch of years of it. You know, sixty-six mm-hmm. to sixty-nine. That would start getting old. I would want to. I don't know. <laughs> Get my life together. And she's in her 30s at this point. Yeah. Probably didn't want to be influenced by that group of people. Mm-hmm. They kind of sounded May- feral or something. Didn't sound right, you know? <laughs> Manny yeah.
3: seemed like kind of a bad influence anyway on yeah. all those. People. She said at
1: the very beginning that his eyes gave
2: her the strangest feeling. Stacy's eyes do that to me. Especially when I wink at you. Ew.
0: Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus.
2: So I have a very serious episode uh, tomorrow in the eight o'clock hour. Um, I am going to let Stacy and Chris kind of take a little bit uh, a little bit of liberty to do something that they always want to do. And if they were if this were the Chris and Stacy show, I feel like you guys would be talking about bathroom stuff the entire time. Yes. Most likely. Well, there's something that they wanted to do for you Buzz bus family that was in regards to the bathroom some rules bathroom rules gotta follow the rules when you're doing the
0: business yep is this what it's gonna be like tomorrow probably thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today if you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air follow jordan silver on instagram Instagram instagram.com slash jordan silver that's j-o-r-d-i-n silver